0: Hey there! This is your Alternative Facts for the week. I'm Chris Payne, I'm your host. We've got a nice big interview for you all this week, so you're not going to hear too much from me at the top of this one. The interview is Neck Deep, pop-punk band from the UK. They were here in the Billboard office in New York last week, actually last Thursday, day before their new album dropped. In some parts of the world, it was just hours before the new album dropped. It's called The Peace and the Panic. And uh, there's just a lot of excitement that you could feel from sitting in the room with these guys and hanging out with them. We talked about the new album that they put a ton of work into. We talked about Warp Tour, what it's like to, uh, to kick it there, all their inside jokes, all their hangouts. Uh, riding hogs is something they did a lot on Warp Tour. Hogs meaning like dirt bikes through the parking lot of Warps, which they just wrapped up a couple weeks back. And we also talked about serious shit. We talked about Brexit and Jeremy Corbyn. We got political. Yeah, I think I think from this got a good sense of what it's like to hang out th- with these guys, the headspace they were in when they wrote the piece in the panic. So check out the album. If you're listening to this right now, there's a good chance you already have it or you've already heard it. But I think this is a good little introduction to get into their world, neck deep, to go along with the album. So. Here's the interview, playing you into it. Here's a little bit of motion sickness from the new record. Now, the you out. You're We're hanging out in the archive room at Billboard. Neck deep, welcome to the podcast. What's
2: up? Thanks Hello. for having us. Thank
0: you. Hey. Yo, this is a big day for you
2: guys. You guys antsy, excited, nervous? What's up? A little bit uh, of all <laughs> of them, I
3: think. Release yeah. day eve.
2: Yeah, I'm a bit, yeah, it's kind of like Christmas Eve. Pause kind of kind of excited, release, mostly excited, yeah. maybe scared in case, um, I don't know, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't know why I would be scared, but, um, yeah, no, super excited. Um, it's been a long wait for us, we've been sat on the record for a long time, um, and yeah people seem to be enjoying it so far a bunch of people have heard uh, the record we've been doing some in stores um around the west coast and people have been getting the record early and stuff like that so yeah good stuff so far good stuff so far um just yeah we'll wait and see what happens tomorrow new album the peace and the panic comes out tomorrow we're recording this
0: today about i don't know 18 hours 15 hours something like that away from the album drop them actually in in over in the UK, we're probably not that far away from the hitting. That's a good point. I I think it's actually.
2: Yeah, Australia, it might already be. Is it got in Australia? Like as soon as it hits midnight, mm, it I don't know. It probably will be. They, they'll get soon it in Australia. soon. Then. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I'm sure you know. As soon as Australia gets it, then technically that's when it'll start rolling yeah, out across the world. That's the first and one that, one that starts were at. it. Yeah, yeah, and that, that's when it all starts, I guess. Yeah, so give it. Yeah, probably a few hours, and I guess it's officially released a somewhere in the world, which is nerve-wracking. <laughs> <laughs> so
0: before we get too far ahead of ourselves, we've got a full band full band podcast here. So let's go around the room, introduce yourselves so that people know your voices. Introduce yourself, tell us what you play in the bands, and anything you want to get off your chest.
2: My name is Ben, and I sing in neck deep. Um really I have too much I want to get off my chest. Um... <laughs> Well, we're just starting I'm here. sorry for a spilling podcast. a whole thing of soup back in, like, 2003, Mum. That was me. I'm sorry. <laughs> I wanted to get that off my chest for a long, long time. So, yeah. There you go. No,
4: Hello. I'm Danny, <laughs> and I play
3: drums in Neck Deep. And, yeah, good to be here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm Sam. I play guitar in Neck Deep. I don't really have anything to get at either. Just excited for tomorrow. I'm Sam. I like to party.
5: Hello, I'm Phil. I play bass, and I, s- I suppose I do occasionally sing a little bit. And uh, I'm just gonna keep this going
4: in case we're here all day. So yeah. <laughs> and uh, I'm West, and I play guitar. And that's about it. Sorry, we're not very interesting. <laughs> you guys, so
0: we're in New- we're in New York City today. You guys have been kicking around America a lot lately. Mm-hmm. Just got done with the Warp Tour, right? Oh yeah. That's right. So now that that's had to sink in, you can look back on the Warp Tour a little bit. I want to hear some stories. What are like the funniest inside jokes, random occurrences?
5: Warp's a good one for that because it's so long and there's so many bands that there's always just like mad stuff happening, but. I'm trying to think of a good one from well, this we, year. we
4: definitely got given two bikes yeah, from Coleman. A, <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, that
2: was, that was the start. highlight of the summer, and I think kind the highlight of, of my life. Yeah, yeah. It kind of our whole summer kind of revolved around the hogs. <laughs> yeah, the hogs as we call them. Yeah, um, Coleman sent us two of the like they're like mini, mini bikes. Motors, yeah, mm. um, they
5: ain't even that mini though. We thought we were getting the mini like 100cc <laughs> mini little rippers. And they sent us, like, the 200cc hogs. <laughs> so we were literally just tearing And then, like,
3: we had them for about two weeks. And then we were like, oh, these, these rip. They go pretty fast. But what if we took the restrictors off and went <laughs> even faster? So we went ahead and did that. And then, <laughs> and then came off um, that same that day. Same that's, day
2: when, that's when people started getting injured. That's when we saw some injuries.
3: I was the first to come off.
2: I like how sure. I'd be, like, on I
4: the bus at night. night. And then... I'd just be like in my bunk, and then out of nowhere, you just see someone hobbling in. It's like, oh right, tried, well, tried, another victim of the bike. Then yeah, I tried
3: to do a one eighty, um, pretty much full speed on, like with the restrictor off, and just came straight <laughs> off in front of a tra- trailer with a full band set out. I didn't even look who it was. I just got straight back on and was just like, get out of this place. We ripped were, like all yeah. the skin off, like my leg, my elbow, yeah. my side. It was I, so. I think bad. the
5: worst injury we took on them was our. Um, kind of assistant tour manager called shoji he plays in a bank called seaway but he was like working for us this summer and he had a few drinks one night and decided he was going to take it on himself to to rip the hog as you do you just have you know you need a little evening rip that's what we say we're like we'll just have a little rip on the hogs anyway yeah it was actually really funny i was the only one there because i went on the other one cause we only had two and i went with him and it was like we we're in the parking lot at, like you know midnight or whatever and they had two like bollards with a piece of rope in between them and he was ripping it and he didn't see the rope he thought it was just like a gap (laughs) and so he hit the rope and like the rope's like expanding outwards and he managed to stop before the rope like pulled him off or snapped back and he kind of stopped and looked at me like whoa that was really close and like as he was looking at me like out of nowhere he kind of like accelerated (laughs) and like flew off the back and the bike like bounced across the ground and he cut up all his leg and there was a police car right there too and they like Whipped the lights on And kind of screeched around And we were like Oh my god They're going to yell at us And he was just like "Yeah, Yo, if you guys are going to do dumb shit Can you just do
4: it over there <laughs> That's literally what he, he said He had to have
3: like antibiotics and stuff It was like getting yeah, infected It was, like, it was yeah, really it was bad
4: uh, He flew out to a wedding The day after as well Didn't he So he must have been Hobbling around this wedding Like everyone cool. dressed really nice And he's just got like Huge scabs and cuts down his legs Well was mad yeah. <laughs>
2: Was a oh show, there was yeah, a yeah. there was a the karaoke there was there was yeah there was impromptu karaoke kind of happened like you know there's a barbecue every night at warp tour um and that's all well good you know it's a good time you go and get some food listen to music hang out get a drink or whatever but the real party friday was it friday night every friday. every friday there was like karaoke set out the set up out the back of the out of the back of the counterparts wagon, like in the parking lot where all the bands hang out. So it was kind of like this ghetto little party that was going on, like in the like in the corner of the whole festival. And it it started off on a, like, uh, if you know, you know basis. And then it slowly found its way out to everyone. But that was a good time. Uh, it was bangers only. Hits only um, hits over only. when
3: it's shot. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: basically. Yeah, yeah. As soon as it gets shot, it's over. Um, so that was a good time. That was a lot of good hangs there. Um I played werewolf every night. I don't know if anyone knows what werewolf is. listening like Ultimate Werewolf. Yeah, that's sick. That was a good time. Um it was funny actually. We were playing one <laughs> we were playing Werewolf one night and karaoke was happening like within a reasonable earshot. It was
4: the first night of the, of and, uh, the tour, wasn't it? It was, first wolf game of the tour anyway. Yeah, I
2: can't remember what song it was. And um oh I can't remember what it was, but it was it was funny. It was it was a good time. <laughs> Are we allowed to swear? Yeah. Oh, shit, okay. Um, yeah. Go to okay. That was mainly one of the reasons. I can't remember what the song was, but all I heard was, like, Blake, Blake. in the background oh, from the, shit. yeah, in the distance, like, we're trying to play this really serious game where it's, like, you need to pay attention to what's going on, otherwise you just, like, lose track of what's happening. And we all had our eyes closed, and it was really serious, and we all trying to be fucking wizards and shit, and all you hear is Blake from Camelot Park just going, oh, shit, in the back, and <laughs> just, like, they were singing, like, old ballads, but just, like... <laughs> hyping people up for like a you know like a hardcore show type 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 situation yeah. and yeah. fucking yeah just ad-libbing. screaming and ad-libbing, and, ad- and, ad-libbing <laughs> and
4: just like
2: motherfucker yeah 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 Ad-lib basically everything. yeah yeah so that was uh nice and yeah that really set the mood for a for a nerdy game of werewolf
0: You guys got a little bit, a little bit more political on this album. You guys would say, right? Lyric writing, uh, yeah. A bit. Visuals, yeah. music
2: videos. Yeah, we've we've always had the the odd political song here and there. Um, but yeah, now I feel like it's a particularly kind of prevalent topic. And um, I don't know, like with Judgment Day, I don't think I didn't want to be like straight up, just like you know, politics, politics, politics. With it, it was more just kind of overview of where I think the world is at at the minute but yeah i don't know i think it's important to talk about that stuff i feel like you know if we can um kind of engage any of our fans t- with with politics get them to have an interest and you know maybe get them thinking a little bit then you know i feel like that's um that's doing something good um and yeah i think it was just really just a comment on where we're at, at the minute you know not just politics wise but maybe socially as well and yeah i just feel like it's important rather than singing about breaking up with you know breaking up with your teenage heartthrob. it's you know I think we've kind of matured a bit more now. I want to talk about some some real issues.
3: So.
0: like you said it's not all political you talk about like the dangers of celebrity worship in the song too it's yeah
2: and you know kids you know fucking going to uni and not actually going to uni to like better themselves by any means but just to go and smash a load of drugs and yeah <laughs> that's pretty much it just yeah straight rave and, and yeah and just um, yeah kind of waste away a little bit and I don't know I there's all that sort of stuff that I, I look into I've, I've kind of always you know not hated that side of things but i think people pay way too much attention to it and um yeah i think it was just trying to shine a light on that maybe comment on it a little bit i know you know not everyone necessarily would have to agree with me but uh, people seem to like it people seem to like the sentiment of it you know Um, i didn't want to be too in your face political about it like too i feel like as soon as you start getting like rage against the machine bad religion political about it then that's when you become like a political band and we're not like a political band but if we can get people to think about politics or at least think about the world that we live in and i think you know yeah again that's better than just singing about doing drugs and you know hoes and bitches and stuff <laughs>
0: yeah yeah i mean politics ex- exists for everyone in their lives whether they realize it or not everyone deals with that shit so like in a way like everyone is kind of political if you make music everyone yeah. deals with that shit.
2: Yeah, I know, you know, and people musicians and stuff as well at, you know, at Heart and um you know, just being a musician, I think you're supposed to you know, think about the world that you live in and you suppose, you know, any artist is is there to kind of um is there to kind of express what's going on around them and to kind of draw attention to certain things. Um yeah, and I think at heart, you know, musicians and an artists are just you know, pretty Pretty outward or, or introspective people, and but also you know take a lot from from their surroundings. And I think, um, yeah, it's just an observation of that. I think, and I think it's 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 critical to have that kind of observation and to kind of have that perspective because, yeah, current current climate is is pretty heavy. And I think you know politics now is probably more prevalent than it's than it's been and probably forever since you know well for for for, for a good long time. Well, you a, guys can for remember a long it. time since yeah yeah exactly since I can remember yeah since you know in my 20-something years. Um, so, yeah, and I just think it's a, it's a topic that is worth talking about and I think is very important right now, which is good. I'm glad people are finally, you know, getting into politics. I was always that kid at school that was like, I had a massive conspiracy theorist, older brother, who has <laughs> chilled out a lot now, but, you know, he's telling me all about aliens and stuff when I was a kid, and I was like, yep, everyone's a lizard. <laughs> uh, but, no, you know, I was, always, I was always in school, and I was kind of like, hey, you know, um this, this maybe you know, pay attention to this, have a look at this. Um have you ever considered this? Obviously just spouting off whatever the fuck my brother had told me, but that kind of allowed me to, to have an interest and now it's like, yeah, now you're interested. Now you're seeing, you know, what what people have been saying for a long time, you know, it's finally coming to f- fruition and you know, you can see that the world is kind of taking a different turn and is going in a different direction from what people would ideally want, but yeah. So it's good. It's good. I'm glad the political climate has kind of caused people to think and to want to talk about it. So if we can aid that, then that's cool, I guess.
0: Sure. I mean, in America, obviously, since November 2016, a lot more people have become politically engaged all of a sudden. But for talking about you guys being from Wales, from the UK, is uh, was it maybe like Brexit happening during the time of writing the album that caused a lot of this
2: yeah, um I think it's a kind of a bit of both really. Yeah, it is a bit of both. Brexit was kinda of like our Trump gate, yeah, you know, like that when that all went down, that was kind of like a similar, um yeah, a similar kind of kind of feeling of like anguish, you know, and a very similar like divide like straight down the middle, one one part of the like one half pretty much half half and half, like one half of the country thinking one way and the other thinking the other, and it really kind of divided people and infuriated people and kind of gave rise to a few despicable um kind of ideologies you know people you know some some people came crawling out of the woodwork you know they thought immediately oh cool so we've left europe that means i've got the right to be an incredibly racist bastard to everyone who is slightly brown and it was just that was kind of horrific to see um but yeah brexit definitely like um definitely sparked a lot of um A lot of emotion amongst the british public and yeah kind of kind of a similar sentiment to the whole trump thing it kind of left a lot of people questioning where the fuck we were at as a country um yeah it's frustrating very frustrating still kind of and again we've yet to see the the full effect of it as i guess america is with trump and i think we are with brexit i don't think anyone quite knows where it's actually going so yeah scary but yeah sometimes things have to get really really bad before they get better you know you guys did pretty well with Jeremy Corbin, though. Legend, yeah. He's like our, our Bernie. Yeah, he's like our Bernie. Yeah, he's great. And um, to be honest, I actually think, like, you know, the Bernie could have done really, really well, and I would have loved to see someone like Bernie up in, in power. That would have been awesome. Um, I feel like Jeremy did really well, though, you know. Towards the end, he, like, fully won over a bunch of people. He really, really challenged for um, for the – for the Prime Minister uh, to, to become Prime Minister and I think he still will you know I still think the political climate in Britain is very unstable still nothing is set in stone no, you know no one you know the the current party who are in power and the current Prime Minister definitely isn't a popular And I don't think they really have too much of a plan for what to do with Brexit and um, you know various other issues so we'll see we'll, yeah. see, we'll see what happens it's scary times but also, kind of interesting times, I feel like, to, to be alive. I feel like we're on the cusp of a real big change, like, globally, not just, like, by country. I think, like, the world is going to change massively. In our lifetime, I think in 20, 30 years, maybe, maybe even sooner, the world could be a very different place. And it could be, at this point, for the better or for the worse. We don't really know.
0: Sure. And for the past few months, you guys have gotten a really big taste of what it's like all fucked up over here. Oh,
2: yeah. I mean... Have you been here the whole time since the Warp Tour? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, with um with Charlottesville and stuff. Yeah, that was yeah, not not nice to read about. You know, it's kind of baffles me that things like that even still like you know, uh, you know, white supremacists and neo-Nazis and stuff that that still has well it obviously doesn't have a place in society. People would say that it doesn't, but amongst some you know portions of society it obviously still does have its place, which is very scary. Um and yeah, uh, I mean, you know, the, the, I think the worst thing about it is kind of just how Trump's dealt with it all. Really, he just has not responded well in any way, shape, or form. You know, people, the the, the you know, white supremacists and stuff have always been there, but they've always been condemned, and it's always been absolutely not. We don't want to be associated with them, and Trump has kind of just gone, well blame on both sides like, yeah dude i <laughs> gotta hear both sides are yeah you? yeah yeah so like, it's crazy not the time for that yeah man. and and you know again trump is absolutely despicable but the fact that he is president i think is very telling of the times that we live in the fact that a celebrity business owner can become president um and seeing the effects of that that's going to go down as kind of, kind of this will go down as quite a monumental period in human history i think so but for probably all the wrong reasons
1: Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.
0: And aside from the conspiracy theories and the government and the, the political talk on this album, there's some personal sentiment on this album too. I'm really interested in 1970-something. Would you guys be down to talk about what that song's about?
1: Yeah,
2: that's definitely a, a ben that's topic. another one yeah. of me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I feel like I'm just taking. Yeah, uh, I feel like do, I'm yeah. sort of hogging the mic sure. here. Yeah. Um, no, yeah, that was a uh, that was definitely a tough song to write. Obviously, it's um it's about like my dad and stuff. My dad passed away this year, um or last year, October last year. Um, and yeah, you know, I didn't really want to write a song so that it was so like blatantly about the the whole situation, but kind of just came out, kind of just happened. Um, couldn't hold it in. So yeah, and then it came out. But I didn't want it to be this super sad, you know, song about death, and it'd be this like really, really depressing song. Yeah, it's a sad song, but it's got again in typical Neck Deep fashion. It has this kind of positive, um, this positive tone to it that kind of runs throughout. And um, yeah, you know, it, I didn't want to make it a song just about about my dad's death. I wanted it to make it a song kind of about love, and you know. Um, what it's like to kind of have a, a lifelong connection with someone and to have a fan the importance of like family more than anything and it kind of ended up being a song about family but yeah i kind of just wanted to tell a story with it my parents had a crazy love story um and you know they were together their anniversary would have been yesterday actually they would have been married 43 years but like the song says they met um and in within 6 weeks like got married my dad was going to get married to another woman he didn't want to get married to her my mom had just got she got married really young first time around and like regretted it divorced and you know big mess um and my dad was about to get married didn't want to get married and they met one night and yeah hit it off and j- they jokingly my dad jokingly said my mum my mum said to my dad actually jokingly like oh if i could then I, I i'd marry you like i would i would save you from whatever uh you're feeling right now and it was kind of like a serious tone to it and um yeah, six weeks later they were married and yeah. stayed married for like yeah 40, 42 years. So it's like we messed up the first time, out, no, second time. Yeah, exactly. Nailed it the second time around, Yeah. So um, yeah, it was a, it's a really you know there's way more to it than that, but there's it was a really kind of it was always a nice love story. I always you know liked the idea that like hey yeah you know you can meet someone and you know they can completely change your life and it's and it and you know one of the lines in the song is love don't go that way anymore and I don't think it does like you know fucking people don't meet each other in person anymore and, you know, stay with each other. It's just like, hey, if people meet in person now, it's usually drunk as fuck at a club and you end up taking them home and just like, hey, yeah, let's fuck, never see you again, maybe that's it, you know, maybe I'll, I'll gram you or something, sliding the DMs. You know, back then it was like, you know, if you met someone that you had a connection with, you had to trust them to like meet you at this certain place at this certain time and blah 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 and i don't know i think there's just something romantic about it and i think you know it's something that maybe people or that maybe we lack these days you say
0: i love you and i miss you i owe you everything great for you to get that out in the song though seriously yeah. that's awesome
2: yeah it was hard to put all of that in into kind of one song but i think we did it pretty well i took my time with that one it was kind of tough but ended up being really good and yeah kind of a different song uh like phonetically as well like for the for the band you know as a as the sound of the song you know it's it's definitely a lot more stripped back and um i don't know i think it yeah maybe it does have a more kind of like pop thing to it It kind of has like this pop build to it anyway and all these you know various kind of minimal layers but um so that was cool too being able to try something different musically um as well as like lyrically yeah just what's it like for you guys we've been joking
0: about you know experiencing so much america but what's it been like for so long being away from like family and friends back home
5: i think that one is one that like you don't ever really get that comfortable with. And, like, it's always going to suck, you know? Like, you you feel like... Especially when you miss big things, you know? Like, that's always a tough one to deal with when, you know, you find out something's happening. Even if it's something you weren't expecting or if it's something that you knew was coming up, like someone's birthday or, you know, a big family event that you know you're going to miss. Like, it's tough, but there's always times where you sit there and you feel kind of shitty about it, but then there's always times where you kind of remember, like... the end of the day, like, I'm sure I speak for everyone when we say, like, we wouldn't ever want to do anything else. And it's just, like it's just the the scale balancing out and like every time it sucks like it's not long till you snap out of it and realize like we still have the best of it you know and like everyone back home all these things that we are missing none of those people would wish anything else for us you know they all support us and want us to do what we dreamed of doing which is this so it's tough but you know it's just probably one of the only you know bad parts of doing this it's just the price you pay i suppose
2: yeah that's definitely definitely the hardest part is kind of being away and you know especially when you're away for months and months on end and you're kind of exhausted and you haven't been in the same place for longer than a day and you know it's it seems like a shit like you know like a shitty thing to to not i'm not complain this is my new thing not complaining just explaining that <laughs> um yeah it is it's you know uh, for a dude in a band like that is the worst part of it and you know it, it, people might be like, oh, well, you get to travel the world, blah, 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 It's like, yeah, but, you know, we don't get to – sometimes we don't get to see much of where we're traveling. Sometimes it's literally just, like, get in that hotel, get some sleep, and then get to the fucking venue. That's it. And it's like, you know, traveling hours and hours at a time and, and having to play a show, like, doing that every single day can be fucking exhausting, man. And it can really just drain you emotionally and physically. I definitely was one of those kids. I remember, like – when I, like, I always wanted to
5: play music and be in bands and stuff. When I was young, I'd get, like, magazines and watch interviews on YouTube and stuff with bands. And they'd be like, yeah, touring so hard. Like, I miss my family all the time. And I'd be like, fuck off. Like, you've got the best <laughs> yeah. life in the world. Like, I'd kill for what you've got. Like, and I always used to say, like, dude, that was me. I wouldn't give a fuck. I'd be having the time of my life. And then I got here and I'm like,
0: ooh, yeah. <laughs> kind
5: of wish I was Guess I was being right a bit there, ignorant yeah. there. Like, not, like, ignorant, but you know what I mean? Like, yeah. You're so, like, sorry. okay, kind of kind of understand kind of it now like because yeah. it's not being ungrateful it's just being like yeah it's amazing but you do miss your family they're and right, stuff like right that yeah, sure
2: yeah um but yeah we're saying that as, as well like yeah we're all still it always does come down to like this is the greatest thing in the world though mm-hmm. and we are incredibly lucky to be able to do it so you kind of just got to take the take the l on the missing the family front and yeah, just kind of have to get on with it at the end of the day you gonna I mean, just got to suck it up and stop complaining really <laughs> um so yeah are um, any of you guys in relationships yeah yeah oh yeah pretty much all of us yeah, yeah. um yeah. yeah for the most part yeah Long ones, mean, ones too right yeah you, you, i've been you're uh, the longest oh yeah, yeah, are you the and, longest me and west have both been with our girlfriends for <clears throat> pretty much the entire time of the band uh oh, you mean? Maybe a little bit longer than me five getting on five years for me oh, so, you've so you've kept, kept it going, going with being all over the place yeah yeah it's all what's yeah. your secret Wes what's, your secret? what's
5: the
4: key to a s- stable relationship I don't know <laughs> <laughs> <Bye laughs> <of> i <airbags>. yeah. <laughs> Just uh, be a boring old man pretty much <laughs> <laughs> go to bed at 9 every day
2: Yeah. <laughs> that's not I I yeah I don't do, do that too much I go to bed at 9 a.m. yeah Um. Yeah, I don't know. A lot of it's just trust. Don't be a scumbag. Basically, it's it's not not too hard. And honestly, yeah, my my ladies really kind of kept my head on straight with a lot of things. I think if I didn't have a girlfriend to the time that we've been doing neck deep, I would be an absolute mess. Um, so yeah, she's, it's, it's very like humbling going back home
4: and just like going back into like normal life with them because it's just yeah. like I don't know. And it's good to have someone. It's good
2: to like, have someone that appreciates you. As a person with absolutely no um kind of like with a with a band not being like an influence at all like i know me and like i met neve like just as the band was like taken off when the band was like tiny like she came to our like <laughs> she
1: about, was like, like what is this super <laughs> super early shows. yeah
2: yeah yeah and i met her like super randomly she like yeah and she didn't know about the band at all and we just hit it off and so like that's a good thing as well that kind of is good for you, right. you mentally to know that like cool this person appreciates <laughs> you for you exactly <laughs> yeah and it's not like oh cool they're in a band i can i can take advantage of this it's like
4: me and lid i met her in my media class in college yeah. and i've just been mates with her for a few years and it was like oh we should probably just start going out really shouldn't we <laughs> i was like yeah all right start yeah <laughs> <laughs> is that
2: how you asked her <laughs> literally did yeah I did
4: first thing <laughs> It's like where do you wanna go on a date? It's like oh, well, there's not really much in Wrexham though, is there? It's Nando's or Frankie and Benny's and Frankie and Benny's is shit house. Right. So I just went to Nando's and My instead. first
2: date with Neve was sat in my tiny, tiny little uni flat like <laughs> so this is basically where I sit, twenty four seven, watching Breaking Bad and just being a fucking layabout and yeah. she was yeah, I'm surprised she didn't leave me there and there. Um Yeah, no, it definitely helps having someone um uh, someone that you can kinda rely on and you know um yeah, you know she inspires me to, she's been the inspiration for a ton of music, a ton of songs that we've written and yeah, uh, you know, I I don't know, it's good. Keeps your head on straight. That's Mm -hmm. the the most important thing. It's good for the mind and yeah. Yeah, so as Neck Deep looks
0: to the future, shout out what you guys have coming up. Tour, obviously we talked about the album. Let the people know what's up.
5: I mean, not everything,
0: obviously. Well, Put it out in the podcast so it's in podcast audio form. Album's out tomorrow, August 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 18th. August 18th.
5: Um. next thing well we've got we go from here back to the UK to do um, a bunch of kind of UK in stores and signings and acoustic performances and like HMVs and stuff like that then we have Reading and Leeds Festival right after that Mm -hmm. then we have a couple of weeks off and we're going to our tour manager's wedding in Colorado which is obviously really important for everybody to know Um, (laughs) and then we go back to the UK for our UK headline tour which is going to be sick doing some big boy rooms like Brixton um, with yeah we'll put in some production into this one so it's going to be sick then we go from there to mainland europe headline tour which will be sick then we've got like the christmas break off and then we're back to the states for the u.s headline tour in january slash february and i think that's as far as we've announced
2: that is as far as cool. we've announced cool. but we have loads of cool stuff we're going to get as many we're secrets the, yeah we're going around the world again Which is great. Going to some places we've never been before, so very excited for that. Yeah. Yeah. Man, I think we covered everything. Thanks so much for coming by, guys. Thank you. Thank you for having us.
0: Yeah, thanks so much to those dudes for coming by. Peace in the Panic, out now on Hopeless Records. You heard some of it during the show. Go check it out. Listen to the whole thing. It's actually looking like it's going to have a pretty nice debut on the Billboard 200 albums chart this coming week. Maybe even top five. You'll know Sunday in a couple days, so keep up with Billboard.com for updates. And as for updates on this show, we're going to have some some interesting stuff coming up. Subscribe to the show. Uh, We're going to have a brand new episode coming soon about their new album, that one could happen as soon as this week. I'm trying to pick together some people to talk to, some diehards, some insiders, get you a unique take on brand new who are looking like they're going to have the number one album on Billboard 200 this week. How about that? Yeah, that album's incredible. There's a lot to unpack there. And I uh, want to get into that with you guys soon. So that'll probably be next week's next, next Thursday's episode. So make sure you get it. Subscribe to the show. Head on over to iTunes or just go into the podcast app on your phone. Search for hashtag alternative facts, all one word with the hashtag, and get it automatically every week. And while you're there, give us a little rating. You've already heard the episode now. Tell us what you like, what you don't like. Star rating helps a lot. So super appreciate all that kind of stuff if you got time for it. And uh, besides that, to keep up with the show, you can just follow me on Twitter, at c on a Plane. Chris Payne is my name. You can just search for it. It's the first name that comes up, C-H-R-I-S-P-A-Y-N-E. I'm always riffing on there about what's coming up with the show, tossing out little hints about guests I have coming up, topics I might be taking on, just stuff that's going through my head. So, yeah, find me on Twitter. Talk to me about the show. Let me know what you like, what you don't like, what you want to hear. I always write back. Stay in touch. Otherwise, uh, next podcast is uh, Thursdays. It's a weekly show. Subscribe. Let me know your feedback, and we'll catch you next week. Peace out, guys.